Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. To our new listeners, welcome. To our old listeners, welcome back. Another episode of Magical Education awaits you. But first, we would like to say a few words. Nitwit. Blubber. Oddment. Tweak. Podcast nine and three quarters topic of the week is Did Harry kill Cedric? Hello, listeners. I'm Ria, and I'm starting to think that Harry killed Cedric. And I'm Jem, and there's no bloody way. There's no way that Harry kills Cedric. You're bonkers. It's just... (laughs) (sighs) I think it's the only reasonable explanation. (laughs) There's so much weird stuff about that night. We'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get into it. Happy July, listeners. Yeah, speaking of July, July is a special month in the Harry Potter fandom because it's the month of Harry's birthday. And it was like June when we were sort of planning these episodes and Rhea and I had realized that we hadn't done a Harry episode since, what was it, February 2018 or something like that? It was it was like sometime mid two thousand eighteen. Yeah, we've gone over like almost two years. <laughs> yeah, without doing a Harry episode. So that's why this month we decided to do two Harry centric episodes. Uh, you're welcome. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild that we don't talk about Harry on a Harry Potter podcast, <laughs> especially because he's like one of my fave characters. All right, Harry's. Definitely a fave character. He's such a good boy, except when he's killing Cedric. Oh my gosh. All right, so how are we arguing this? Are we going to go into that? Yeah, well, I basically, I've just sort of looked at this from the perspective of someone who's in the wizarding world and who has a general idea of what's going on, but doesn't mm. know Harry personally and isn't like in his mind living the experiences that he lives like we the reader are. Yeah. So just like average Joe in the Wizarding Universe. Kind of like those comics, My Life is a Background Slithering, that sort of vibe. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Maybe somebody who's at Hogwarts or maybe like a member of the public. Yeah. <laughs> maybe just a spectator. A spectator okay. of the Triwizard Tournament, I mean, not just like a spectator of Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't really finish my thought there. <laughs> like a spectator, you know. <laughs> well, whenever I imagine myself in the in the in the magical universe, I imagine myself at Hogwarts. So, are we going to just be two random Hogwarts students, just sort of? Yeah, discussing let's just be this? two random Hogwarts, two background Slytherins who are two maybe a couple of years older than Harry, or a couple of years younger. So, not in yeah. his year, and not in his class, and not friends or on first name basis yeah. with him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And also a bit of a conspiracy theorist. That's who I am. Yeah. You're a nut job with a tinfoil <laughs> wizard hat, and I'm <laughs> the voice of reason. Oh my God. <laughs> tinfoil wizard hat. What a great idea. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> 
So, sure, I guess. <laughs> here's the thing about the night that Cedric Diggory died. That was a fucked yep. night, first of all. It was crazy. So much stuff happened yeah. and none of it adds up. But It was a pretty fucked night. Yeah. I remember it well. The- Do you remember when, like, Harry appeared with Cedric's body and then the band started going... And then everyone stopped? Yeah, it was pretty fucked. And then it was screaming. Oh, God. It was so upsetting. It was wild. So, here's the thing. Cedric didn't, like, get eaten by an acromantula or torn in half by a sphinx or, like, driven mad by a bogart. He got killed by a killing curse. Yeah. He didn't just die in the Triwizard Tournament of an accident. Someone killed him. And it... Yeah, someone killed him, sure. I can believe that. It's gotta be But it wasn't Harry. It's gotta be Harry. Harry Harry is the least likely person to kill someone for a killing curse, considering his history, man. No, it makes him more likely. Harry is the only person with the motive, the means, and the opportunity. He has no alibi. By his own admission, he was with Cedric when he died, and his cover story is insane. It... Like, everything points to Harry being the person who killed Cedric Diggory. Okay, give me a motive. A motive? He wanted to win the Triwizard Cup and be a big hero. Uh, okay, what do you get for winning the Triwizard Cup? Lots of money. What has Harry got already? Lots of fucking money from that Sleek Easy's fortune. I use Sleek (laughs) Easy's every fucking day, okay? He's loaded. He's rolling in cash, okay? He doesn't need any more fucking money. What's the other prize you get? Eternal Glory. He's already got that. He's literally the most famous person in the entire world. So, you know what? I I know we were all thinking he's kind of crazy that he like he didn't enter his name into the tournament. He was just like, you know, put in there by accident or whatever he was claiming. But even if he did purposely get his name in there somehow, like would he really have wanted to win or just did he want to like get the attention, I guess? What? Okay. So many things. Who enters a competition not trying to win? That's the point of entering, to win. I mean, I don't know, Fred and George said they were going to enter the competition, but I don't think they could think they were winning. I think they just wanted to do it because they were told they couldn't do it. Yeah, but it's not like they would have gotten into the competition and, like, you know, Fred Weasley, you're Hogwarts champion, and then it just would have been like, fuck this, and not tried to win. Okay. All right, granted. Harry's a competitive guy, he does Quidditch all the time, surely he'd want to win. But would he want to kill one of his classmates to win? No. Okay, Harry's not that kind of guy. Surface level, maybe not. But, like, I think there's more going on here. (laughs) alright. Okay. So, like, I want to address the other thing you said, that he's rich and has lots of fame already, so he doesn't need any more. That is not the mentality of someone who's rich and famous. People who are rich want more money, and people who are famous want more attention. Uh, I've never noticed that in Harry, though. I don't know. I don't really know him all that well. (laughs) But, like, I mean, one time I was... Okay, so get picture back to... Do you remember that year when the basilisk was killing all them students? Yes. Well, not killing them. According to Harry, that's what he claims. (sighs) All right. Maybe he was the one attacking the students. Uh, all right. Well, okay. Remember that year anyway. Just go back. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I was walking to Charms class once and I heard a kerfuffle. So I looked around and there was Harry 
being like grabbed by the feet by this dwarf dressed as a uh, <laughs> fucking like Cupid and yeah. Harry was struggling to get away like he was visibly distressed and this Cupid was like no it's time to sing a song for you man like this was Harry's moment to be the center of attention right as your theory suggests why was he trying to get away so bad that, he would have loved it surely that wasn't positive attention that was negative attention that was embarrassing there's a difference between you know, like winning a Quidditch match and getting like the cheers of the crowd and like having a naked dwarf sing you a love song. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. I guess. I'm trying to think of another time he had a bit of attention thrown his way. I mean, like, there was that year with the whole. Remember that guy who had the head on his back of his head? That teacher? That was fucked. <laughs> and when he guy. gave me such shit marks, he was like. So Janet's face. Anyway, um. <laughs> So, <laughs> remember that, and, like, how we were getting the house cup, right? Yeah. Rightfully, for our academic achievements. Yes. And then Dumbledore's like, psych, because it's Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. And he decided to give points directly to Harry Potter and his friends or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I guess that's positive attention. And I guess, like, Harry was pleased about it. But, like, anyone would be pleased about that sort of thing. I just, I can't really get with what you're saying. Okay. So... I used Quidditch as an example, right? So, like, Harry yep. Potter's the seeker of the Gryffindor team. And sure. he always wins every single match. And he's, like, the most amazing seeker. He's the youngest seeker in a century. And, you know, he gets all this attention. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Like, that's the sort of thing that reinforces itself. You know, you get that sort of love and adoration once, and then you want it every time. So, okay, but... He gets that through doing positive things, through working hard and winning a match. Why would he want to get that sort of attention by killing someone? Surely that would give him the negative attention. Well, not if he gets away with it, which he fucking did. But also, (laughs) the point I'm making is, Harry's only ever lost at Quidditch once, and who beat him? It was Cedric. Oh, okay. Look, it was more like lightning beat him or Dementors or whatever. I forget the haziness of the match. I wasn't really paying attention. It was super <laughs> rainy. No one was paying attention. Everyone just wanted yeah, to be no, inside. Yeah, I was just wet. Yeah. That was the match that made me realise, I don't really care about Quidditch. <laughs> Maybe I should just go back inside. I just, I just don't have to be here, man. Just, yeah, no. Why am I watching all these specks fly around the middle of a thunderstorm? I just don't need to be here for this. But... What happened is a bunch of Dementors came in and, like, Harry fell off his broom like a fuckwit and then his broom got smashed. And I could see how I'd be a little bit pissed at Cedric if that happened. Like, he broke his winning streak, humiliated him. Okay. I mean, Harry's a better person than we are, right? Like, I would be pissed at Cedric, but I think Harry might might be a bit annoyed, but not, like, pissed enough at Cedric to want to kill him. He'd be more pissed at the Dementors, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but like, first of all, I don't think Harry's a better person than us. I'm arguing that he's not. <laughs> also, I guess I'm arguing that we'd be willing to kill Cedric by default. Yeah, that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds Which like is it. really insensitive considering he died, like, what, last year? When are we arguing this? 1995? Sure. <laughs> 20 years later. <laughs> <laughs> On our true crime podcast. <laughs> Oh my god, imagine. <laughs> oh no, true crime in the wizarding world. It's just every crime. They're all true because it's so easy to do crime. 
<laughs> so easy. There's like no rules. Anyway, so let's talk about a little bit about the psychology okay. of Harry. And you're an expert psychologist. So that you've year, been accredited. Yes, yep. I am. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I am. Proof I'm not. <laughs> well, one, there's no such thing as wizard psychology. That's why I can't go to therapy at school because I saw a corpse last year, and then trumpets played. I think about it all the time, Ria. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty bad, watching that father mourn his son. Yeah, that was bad. I think about that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I think... Anyway, this is getting grim. Um, so, what are we talking about? Am- Amos. Let's talk about Amos Diggory. Alright. So, that guy was such a fucking rude piece of shit to Harry. Whoa, whoa, where are you getting this information from? Uh, I overheard it while I was at the, um, what's it called? place where all the Quidditch happens. World Cup? Quidditch pitch? World Cup. Quidditch, Quidditch World Cup. The place where all the Quidditch happens, you know. Why did you go to the World Cup? We said in fucking 1993 <laughs> that we were going to quit Quidditch, okay? After that fucking rainy ass match. What the fuck are you doing, Rio? <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe I just like camping. I was there for some reason. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I love this world we're creating. Every time we, like step into the wizarding world and be people it's always so fucking good <laughs> like when we were trying to wonder if magic was gonna happen and we were those time traveling immortal sisters <laughs> I, I liked it when we were throwing paper into the goblet of fire that was pretty funny <laughs> that was so good <laughs> anyway uh, anyway yeah so first of all Harry's got no family Cedric's got our family. He's got this father who's, like, so proud of him, loves him so much, and is constantly, like, trying to cut Harry down. Like, Cedric's better than you. Cedric beat you in Quidditch. Blah, 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 blah. That's fucked. Um, first of all, when you're like, oh, first of all, Harry has no family and Cedric does, are you, like, profiling Harry to be like, oh, he has no family, he must be a murderer? What the fuck's that about? Well... I'm saying it's one factor among many. I'm not trying to Whoa, claim that all okay. orphans are murderers. <laughs> wow. I think that you're an asshole. <laughs> I think that, like, a traumatic childhood and abandonment issues can lead towards violent tendencies. That's not crazy. I mean, I just think it's kind of prejudiced to claim something like that. So far, we haven't seen, like, that Harry's a crazy person. Like, sure, he does some- uh, I disagree. <laughs> Okay, he does some stuff every year. He gets involved in some shit. He killed a teacher in his first year. But then mm-hmm. he saved a bunch of people as well. And, you know, he killed a snake in his second year. But then he also saved a bunch of people. I don't really know mm-hmm. what happened third year. I was too busy not watching Quidditch for that. And then, you know, last year, yes, Cedric died. But did Harry kill him? No, okay? He okay. only kills snakes and teachers. <laughs> so he's killed before. That's good to know. Violent tendencies. Uh, remember when he claimed he could hear voices in the wall? That's pretty good. What? He has... We don't know about that, surely. I don't know. Maybe. There's no way we know about that. Okay, then I don't know about that. That's fine. <laughs> I do know that... <laughs> I do know that he has fainting spells, screaming night terrors, and seems to be completely unstable. Oh, wait, is that fifth year or fourth year? Because when are we arguing this? 1995? Um, let's say in fifth year, because uh-huh. he, Cedric has died, and now I'm like, let's investigate this. Okay. You got the fucking board up with all the red string connecting and yeah. everything. Okay. You just walk into the room and I'm there like that. All right. 
<laughs> what was I fucking saying? Feigning spells. Feigning spells, yeah. I read about that in an article written by Rita Skeeter. Oh, okay. So, Rita Skeeter, like, also got Cedric's name wrong and didn't even mention Fleur in an article about the Triwizard Tournament last year. See, I was spending my time not watching Quidditch and reading the Daily Prophet because I'm a nerd, okay? Yeah. And, like, (laughs) look, I just don't think that she's the most trustworthy journalist out there. Mm, I don't know any other journalists, so it's hard to compare. (laughs) You're right. There are no other journalists. (laughs) It's just her. But look, I'm just saying that I think that most of her journalism just sort of seems like gossip and not really based on anything. So uh, I, I'm, I tend to disagree with her points of view. But I have also, like, just heard that. Like, people talk. He fainted in a divination class and, no, not fainted. He fell asleep in a divination class and woke up screaming. Like, okay. doesn't okay. seem super stable to me. I mean, look, I have night terrors. You think I'm unstable? In the I talk of the in day. my sleep. Look, okay, have you had taken divination before? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking, alright, it's like so hot and the incense <laughs> is so strong. You're like, you know, when you're in the Muggle world, right? I'm assuming you're both Muggle born. And yeah, you walk whatever. past dusk, the store. <laughs> yes, and immediately get a headache and want to pass out. <laughs> That's what it's like, but it's all consuming and all around you for one to three hours. Okay. By the way, so... if anyone's like listening to our conversation, dusk is a candle store in Australia <laughs> that has a very strong scent of many, many different candles and is terrible to walk into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it's like. Um... Look, I w- like I could definitely see falling asleep in there. I don't, I'm not really one for napping during the day because I have weird sleep patterns. But like, yeah. I could see falling asleep in there. And look, I'm not one to judge a person for like screaming in their sleep or talking in their sleep. It happens to me. Like, and you know, if he's if he's seen someone murdered, like I can imagine, like you know, he's seen his family murdered. Probably, I don't know what you remember as a baby. He's gone through some shit. That kid, like. This is basic psychology, as you would know, as a psychologist, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm claiming is that he's unstable. And, like, traumatic incidents in his past and not being over them and having screaming night terrors all goes into that. But you're arguing that he's unstable after the fact of Cedric's killing. So what's no, your before. argument here? Okay, that well, happened before. Did it? The falling asleep in divination. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that did happen before. Sorry. It's, yeah, it's when he had a dream about um, Voldemort giving Wormtail. Yeah. But we don't yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know what he dreamed, but I yeah, know yeah, that he yeah. woke up screaming. Yeah, sorry. Got my, got my <laughs> scenes mixed up. I was thinking, I was mixing up the exam scene in book five. But, um, yeah, in yeah, book five. Yeah. yeah. A pattern that is continuing into this current year where we are now. Okay. You're overlooking an important point, okay? Okay. Dumbledore said what happened in the graveyard. Dumbledore said that Cedric was murdered by Voldemort. And frankly, Voldemort's a known murderer. So <laughs> I'm more likely to believe that Voldemort, known murderer, kills Cedric than Harry Potter. Only killer of snakes that are trying to kill other people. And a teacher and teachers, kind of got yeah. a face. But we, do we know that Quill was, like, technically kind of killed by Harry? Or do we do we know anything about that? Well, naturally, the whole school knows. Yeah, um, but... Do they know that, you know, Harry pressed his hands to Quirrell's face and just, you know, fucking melted him? Like, we don't really know the details, right? We just know Here's that Here's what we know. I yeah. think here's what we know. 
We know that the Philosopher's Stone was at Hogwarts school. I think we find this out later. Okay. Quirrell tried to steal it, and Harry, Ron, and Hermione stopped him. In the process, Quirrell died. I think those are the basic facts that we know. Oh, all right. Well, then I'm more inclined to believe that Hermione killed Quirrell. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's more likely that Harry did it, because, first of all, Harry's the hero of them, and he's Um, the one who ended up in the hospital wing and wasn't around for questioning. He was out cold, okay? (laughs) What was he doing while Hermione was killing Quirrell? He was fainted. (laughs) (laughs) He's the one that's bashed up, and Hermione fucking snapped and decided to kill a man. Sorry, I just got this image of Harry, like, passed out of the floor while Hermione goes off to Quirrell with a lead pipe. <laughs> Hermione Granger with a lead pipe in the basement. <laughs> Eleven years. <laughs> oh. Harry on, like, a fainting couch. Amazing. <laughs> oh, God, what Gross. was I saying? I think that rumours would have spread while Harry was unconscious in the hospital wing and, like, Ron and Hermione were around for people to ask mm. questions. They would have been like, oh, you know, we fought this giant chess set, there was this potion puzzle, blah, blah, blah. And then we left and Harry went into the final room to face Quirrell alone. And nobody okay. knows exactly what happened there. But they know that Harry and Quirrell went into the room and Harry came out and Quirrell didn't. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. But we do know that Quirrell was trying to do a bad thing. And did Dumbledore tell everyone that Voldemort was on Quirrell's head? Like, I figure, I feel like we know that. I I don't know if we do. I don't know if Dumbledore would announce that to the school. Hmm. Seems like it would scare all the children and make him sound crazy. But, you know, Dumbledore does that when Cedric's murdered. He tells everyone what happened. But that's this is out of Yeah, this is out of ca- yeah. character. Yeah, because... Yeah. He does it then because Voldemort's back and is a real tangible threat that the children need to know about. He's informing them. I don't know. I still I still just feel like... <gasps> no, Ginny knows. So that means that other people must know. It must have gotten out. Ginny knows in second book that Harry defeated Voldemort again. Oh, Yeah. But Ginny might know because she's the sister of Ron. But yeah, I'm more. But why would Ron tell Ginny and like, no you know. one else? Yeah, yeah. No. Okay, I'll buy that. People know. Yeah. Okay. So Dumbledore claims no. Dumbledore and Harry both claim that Dum- that Harry has now single handedly met and defeated Voldemort. What are we at three times now? Mm-hmm. I don't believe that because uh, I don't why believe. Not? I don't believe that a child got into a duel with Voldemort twice and walked away. Also, Voldemort's dead. He's not alive. Okay, look. All right, so I used to be a muggle, hey, and know nothing about magic. And then suddenly, when I was 11, someone, a bird, thrust an envelope into my hand and was like, magic is real and so is unicorns and dragons and shit. Mm -hmm. So, when, like, you know, sure, maybe Voldemort died in 1980, but did he really? Here's my tinfoil hat time, okay? <laughs> All right. What if he's not dead? I mean, I don't know shit about death in the magical world, but what I do know is just now I saw a ghost pass through the fucking room. <laughs> so the idea of death as a permanent thing, kind of shaky right now. Also, do I think that Harry, a child, could defeat Voldemort 
twice. Once as a baby, magical bullshit. I don't. We no one really knows what happened there. But you know, the, twice once as, like as a, a baby. Movie. Yes, I know he defeated Voldemort as a baby. I'm not. Yeah, we all know that. that yeah, but, but the at, whole, at like, eleven and then at fourteen yeah. again is what I'm questioning. I just want to say, okay, as a Muggleborn. Voldemort sucks and his whole like pro-wizard ideology makes him the weakest link so the fact that he got beat by Harry twice I think is believable <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's that's my opinion uh, I never thought that Voldemort might be a ghost it's very funny to think that Harry Potter is fighting Voldemort's <laughs> ghost and then claiming it's a big deal that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> I mean like I don't know much like I ghost, zombie, whatever. I don't know what the fuck's real and what's not in this universe. I'm still fucking 15 or whatever how old I am. Not 15, because then we'd be in Harry's Somewhere between year. 11 and 17. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm here. I'm just vaguely of an age of Hogwarts students. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's talk about something that we... No. What, what did you just say? <laughs> Sorry. I just said that I can believe that Harry has defeated Voldemort when he was 11 and 14 because Voldemort's the weakest link and is a piss baby and I hate him. See, I just don't know because like as a Hogwarts student, I know how hard it is to like turn a porcupine into a pincushion and like magic's hard and it requires lots of learning. I'm not entirely sure that a random 13-year-old could beat a random 20-year-old in a duel. Like, it it just seems crazy to me that this untrained child manages to go up against one of the baddest, darkest wizards to ever exist and keep walking away, mostly unharmed. Well, I mean, he did it when he was a baby. Yeah, that's fine. Surely he's progressed since then. <laughs> since he was a baby. Yeah, now he can hold yeah. the wand. Now he can actually has a better chance. If, if so, what we know, this is what we know for certain: baby versus Voldemort, the baby wins. Okay, now we've got eleven-year-old versus Voldemort. <laughs> Why wouldn't the eleven-year-old win? <laughs> He's got ten times more than the baby. <laughs> it's just basic arithmetic. <laughs> An eleven-year-old is ten times more powerful than a baby. <laughs> You're right. <sighs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just so stupid. <laughs> but your theory's stupid too. Okay, alright, let me argue more of my theories then, because I, I don't know what to say to that. All right. I want to talk more about Harry's motives. Alright. I talked about how Harry wants to win the tournament, but I think I want to talk more about how Harry wants to defeat Cedric specifically. Mm. Because remember when everyone was being really mean to Harry? <laughs> when we okay. all put on those Potter Stinks badges because that one blonde twink told us to? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, looking back, kind of a shitty thing to do. But at the time, was it funny? Yes. <laughs> Very funny. Um... <laughs> it is look. funny to bully a child. <laughs> A rich child, okay? Ooh, boo-hoo, I'm so sad. I'm gonna go blow my nose into my thousands of galleons. (laughs) (laughs) Richie Rich over here stubbed his toe. Ooh, he better go get refitted for some more diamond shoes. Okay, chill chill out, comrade. (laughs) He's still a child. (laughs) 
<laughs> so here's my <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm having a good time <laughs> so when the Triwizard Tournament was on Harry was yeah. getting bullied by basically everyone especially us the Slytherins especially us yeah, whoops yeah. <laughs> But he also got, like, abandoned by his best friend, and, like, Harry's used to being, like, the golden boy, Gryffindor hero, Quidditch champion, blah, blah, blah. Now, all of a sudden, Cedric is taking his place in the spotlight and getting all that positive attention that he's used to getting. Mm -hmm. I think it's very possible that that translates into envy and resentment, hatred. Okay. I mean, maybe, but... I mean, but then that changed, right? Like, after the dragon challenge, things seemed to change and everyone was more chill again. I mean, I certainly stopped trashing on Harry just on the regular. I was like, you know what? It he was did pretty good. He was pretty cool in that challenge, let's be it... real. <laughs> yeah, it was very dope watching him outfly a dragon. That was the best challenge to watch, yes. definitely. Yeah, all the watching sucked. the lake was boring. Yeah. I can do that any time. I, I hated watching... <laughs> Hated watching the lake, hated watching the maze, and then the terrible yeah. d- corpse thing that happened at the that end. That was pretty shit. I think about that. Watching often. the dragons, very good. Yeah. But you know what would have been better for the fucking second try was a tournament? We wake up every day and in our pajamas we walk through our common room past a view of the lake. Wouldn't it have been great if we could have just stayed yeah. in bed and looked at the fucking try was a <laughs> tournament, the second task? Because we would have seen more. Yeah. Yeah. God, we we should have just gone back to the common room. As soon as everyone gets out into the stands and tumbled us like into the lake, you go. We should have just immediately got up and walked back to the common room. Maybe we're the weakest links, honestly. I keep getting duped by this man. I know. Anyway, <laughs> fucking Dumbledore. <laughs> okay, let's let's talk about the Travis tournament. So first task, yeah. Harry knocked it out of the park. Yeah. He did so good. He got that egg or whatever he was trying to get yeah, from whatever. the dragon. Yeah. Cedric did bad. I can't remember exactly what he did, but uh, I do remember him getting burned like a fuckwit. Okay, so he got this rock and he turned it into a dog and he was like, oh, dragon, eat the dog. Fuck tactic, by the way. Like, whoa. <laughs> he was really ready to <laughs> sacrifice this dog. <laughs> but it hey, didn't work. One time... <laughs> So One time you and me should really sit down and talk about whether it's animal cruelty to <laughs> transfigure things and whether animals feel pain. Yeah, maybe That's we should. That's a conversation we should have. Maybe we should. <laughs> anyway, so Cedric has this dog. The dragon doesn't go for it. The dragon goes for Cedric and singes half his body, but by then Cedric's already got the already got the egg. So, you know, he got a bit singed, but he was fine the next day. I saw him walking around. I'm like, yeah, he's still hot. Like, <laughs> he's fine. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> I do have a memory of him having to go to the hospital wing and get covered in burn cream. No, that was after sure. the... That was probably after the singed. thing. Like, you know, he was fine. Um, but... <laughs> not as cool as Harry, I will grant him that, you know. Harry yeah. pretty much owned The way that. I remember it, Harry did... Harry owned the first task, Cedric not as much. Mm. I don't care about Victor Crumb and Fleur. They're not from our school. They don't matter. But they are <laughs> both don't kind of hot, so I did care about them. But, you know, that's for another time. That's We can talk about that another time. Yes. Um, <laughs> Very into Fleur. Crumb had this weird surly energy that didn't vibe with me, yeah. but that's fine. Dark and mysterious. <laughs> Dark and mysterious, but he always had all those girls chasing after him. Mm. It's like, I don't have time for this. Anyway. <laughs> So, like, maybe at this point, you know, Harry assumes Cedric's going to fail on his own. 
I would. I don't blame him. That seems reasonable. Fuckwit got burned by a dragon. <laughs> so I mean, come on, respect task. for the day. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuckwit got burned by I a refuse. dragon. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck, we got burned by a dragon and murdered by a 14-year-old. Okay. In the second task, things start to go sour, right? Cedric does a great job. He casts a bubble charm on his head. Yeah. And he saves that girl that he liked, Cho Chang, I believe. Yeah, Cho Chang. And then Harry stays behind in the bottom of the lake like a dipshit to rescue all the people. So, like, he does his usual playing the hero thing but this time it backfires because this was a simple competition and not a life or death scenario so he kind of looked really dumb but he still got second place because of his moral fiber or whatever so yeah because of Dumbledore and his bullshit favoritism yeah but did it really backfire I mean like not only like maybe he didn't beat Cedric in terms of points but he definitely beat Cedric in terms of valor I mean everyone was really liking Harry after that like that was a really cool move Mm. But still, at this point, Harry and Cedric are going into the third task neck and neck. And all of a sudden, Harry can't guarantee that he's going to win this thing unless he does something drastic. (laughs) Oh my god. I just... I can't see it. There's no way. There's one other factor that I don't think we're considering, and that is the envy angle, or the jealousy angle. Okay. So I've talked about Cedric getting all of the, like, attention and stuff that Harry should be getting. But yeah. he's also dating the girl that Harry wants to be dating. Whoa, 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 how do we know that? Harry spent the entire Yule Ball very publicly pining over Cho. And oh, I, I, didn't I spent that. the entire Yule Ball uh, listening to Draco Malfoy whine about it like a fucking baby. Yeah, I was too busy getting whacked off the punch, hey. I was just <laughs> vibing on the dance floor, didn't notice a single thing that night. All I have memories of is seeing people's faces laughing and enjoying themselves because I was just having a time of my life. So I did not care about anyone else that night. I was I was very invested in the preteen romance triangles that were going on. You always are. That's why you know if the tinfoil hat fits. Yeah. <laughs> God. Anyway, the other reason that I know it is because right now in the fifth year, what is Harry doing? Cedric's out of the picture, and he's dating Cedric's old girlfriend. Okay, I have a lot to say about this. Alright, right. so Cho Chang, she had insider knowledge on Cedric Diggory. She knew him better than anyone. Uh-huh. There's no way that she would be dating Harry now, or even interested in Harry now, if she had the slightest suspicion or doubt or even thought in her head that Harry might have murdered Cedric. There's just no way. She's not that kind of person. She's too good-natured. Yeah, because I don't think she sees that side of it. So I don't think anyone sees it. I'm the only one who sees it. <laughs> okay, you're crazy. <laughs> Look. <laughs> okay. Cho Chang's gotten to know Harry pretty well now that they're dating. You'd say so, right? Yeah, probably. I assume they have long, I mean, long surely. in-depth conversations and don't just never speak to each other. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, who would just never speak to each other and go out on dates and just not talk? It'd be weird. Anyway, um... Just cry and make out. That seems unlikely. So, surely, she would have picked up on something by now if there was even an inkling there that Harry had done something nefarious. Like, I just, I don't think it makes sense. Okay, so here's what I heard, and this is more gossip. So, like, okay, Harry's now dating Cedric's ex-girlfriend. 
He takes her to the same place where she and Cedric used to go on dates. And then when she tries to talk to him about Cedric, he avoids the topic, gets frustrated, and the two of them have a very loud public disagreement and he storms out. All of these are very suspicious behaviours. Alright, okay, I mean... Do we know that he planned the date, though? That's just kind of sexist thinking that the boy planned the date. Maybe she brought him there as a way to recover from her trauma. A bad way, sure. But maybe she's like, oh, you know, this was the last place that I felt loved and appreciated because I was on my date with Cedric. Maybe I can bring Harry here and rekindle some of that. And then it all went wrong because obviously that was a bad idea. I know, she makes me sad. I overhear her crying Mm. in the bathroom sometime and I'm like, oh, that's sad. That makes me so sad. Yeah. God, there's too much crying in the bathrooms going on at Hogwarts. That yeah. ghost. If only we had a guidance show. counselor. <laughs> yeah. If only there was some sort of psychologist. Anyway, I mean, that's that could be a possibility. We don't know the intimate details of their relationship. Or former relationship, as it seems, from your gossip train. No, we don't. Yeah, they're probably going to break up. I... Unless he does some sort of big romantic gesture. I don't know. I don't think he's really into that sort of thing. I have a theory. Okay? No, so you no. keep talking about, oh, Harry, Harry definitely right. kills Cedric. Harry's definitely a murderer. So Harry's not really a very popular topic right now in the newspapers and any sort of press conference from the government. If Harry killed Cedric, or there was mm-hmm. any slight evidence that he might have killed Cedric... Why wouldn't Cornelius Fudge and Co. be jumping on that and accusing Harry of murder? Yeah, that whole situation is so weird. Yeah, it's pretty fucking weird. I don't know. <laughs> Why is he so interested in the weird. antics of a 14-year-old boy anyway? It's just weird. I never liked yes. Fudge anyway. Why is our Prime Minister ob- why is our Prime Minister obsessed with this child? It's very strange. Yeah, and if he's so obsessed with him, and he clearly does not like him, why isn't he even hinting little gossip rumours out there, spreading little seeds of doubt that maybe Harry somehow killed Cedric? Because there's nothing to base that accusation of. There's literally nothing that you can grasp onto to prove that. And also, I have a little bit more information for you. So... Guess who met up right. with Harry at the end of the Triwizard Tournament last year? I couldn't begin to guess. Hermione and Ron. That seems likely. Cedric Diggory's parents. Ooh, yikes. Yeah. That would have been an awkward conversation. I don't know. I didn't really overhear the conversation, but I saw them coming out of the room, and they looked, you know, sad, obviously. Their son's dead, but not, you know, like as someone would look if they suspected that Harry had killed their son. To be clear... You know, they just looked normal. Sad. I don't think that Harry's going around announcing to everyone that he killed Cedric. <laughs> <sighs> of course not. If, if, if <laughs> Harry had killed Cedric, I'm not saying that. No, he wouldn't do that. But if what you're saying is all accurate and true, then that Harry has the motive and the means and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Surely other people would be connecting the dots like you are and maybe thinking that Harry had and putting these things together. But you're just wrong. Harry doesn't have the motive and the means or the temperament to be the one to kill Cedric. And that's why Cho Chang, Dumbledore, who, you know, is a fuckwit and a favouritism <laughs> fuckwit, but still, you know, a solid bloke who's usually right all the time. And also, Cedric's parents don't actually suspect Harry, and the Ministry has nothing dependent on Harry. So, look, I'm just not buying the it. The Ministry... Not buying what you're saying. The Ministry is definitely up to something. Like... 
there is some sort of cover-up going on here. Because... Oh, are you adding on another hat? No, same hat. <laughs> Look, we saw it. We were there in the crowd. Harry shows up out yeah. of nowhere, dead body. And like I said this before... Distraught, by the way. Harry's not pleased. He's very Look, distraught. Murder's distra- distraughting? That was not a word. Hang on. Do, do we know he was killed by a killing curse? I mean, we can see... We saw the body. Yeah, we saw the body. Yeah. So, everyone... Whenever anyone refers to Cedric Diggory and how he died, we keep getting told that it was a tragic accident. Mm. But what kind of accident... What happened to him? How did he die? There hasn't been an official explanation for what actually happened to him. And I don't know about you, but I saw the body and it super looks like a killing curse to me. Yeah, the only thing from what I saw, the only thing that could have killed him would have been a killing curse or perhaps looking straight at the basilisk. But I doubt they put a fucking basilisk in the maze. I mean, that's been done. Um, So... (laughs) Looks like acromantulas in there. (laughs) Acromantulas have been done. True. I mean, we don't know about that, do we? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Anyway, looks like he was definitely killed by a person. Yeah. So, how many people were in the maze? The other two were out. It was just Harry, Harry and Cedric. And they were alone in there for hours. Like, like way longer than it should have taken them to complete the maze. What was happening during that time? We don't know. We can only speculate. And that's what I'm doing. I don't know what was happening during that time, but I overheard something else about what happened in the maze. Okay. Yeah. So while you were off... insane story? No, not that story. We all heard that story. While you were off being creepy and eavesdropping on the teenage drama at the Yule Ball, I was actually having some fun with some of the foreign exchange students. So I was talking to some Dermstein students and I got a pretty good, like, you know, rapport with them. So anyway, I was catching up with Mm -hmm. them at the end of the year and they overheard that in the maze, Crumb was bewitched. They told you this at the Yule Ball before the maze happened? No, no, at the end of the year, oh, okay. when we were leaving, and I was saying goodbye, <laughs> listen. Anyway, um, <laughs> sorry. They said, <laughs> they said that Crumb was bewitched. How crazy is that? All right. And what, you think Harry did it? No, no way. Well, then who? <laughs> but, like, why would Harry bewitch Crumb and then, you know... Like not do any like not do anything with that because Crumb like got out unscathed and he hadn't hurt anyone else as far as we heard. But like, what's the point of that? So it makes me think there was something else going on. Like maybe it was one of the other mm. teachers who were involved in the Triwizard Tournament. Maybe it was like Madame Maxime or even Dumbledore. Like we know he's got his favoritism like thing going on. I think it makes sense to me. Like, let's someone someone bewitches Crumb. Let's sure. say maybe it was Harry. So Harry bewitches <laughs> Crumb. To take out uh, the other girl, whose name I don't know how to say. Flower? Fleur? Something like that. It's Fleur. <laughs> Fleur, sure. Harry Butcher's crumb to take out Fleur and then leaves Cedric for himself. Because he wants to take out Cedric himself. Oh my god. Back to this again. Look, the way <laughs> I... Okay. I can tell a fake bitch when I see one. Harry's distress and trauma when he delivered Cedric's corpse back. Why did he do that, by the way? 
that was genuine okay mm, like he wasn't going into a premeditated murder and then acting all distressed afterwards that was genuine distress he was shocked that it was even happening i just don't believe that he killed him it can't be right i don't know you can never really know why someone's crying it's it was like a trauma response the maze must have been crazy yeah. If only we could have seen some of it. I but... just... Yeah, if only we could have seen. If only we could have spectated. But we didn't see. Nobody saw. Nobody knows what happened in the maze except Harry, the only survivor of the maze. Um, except for Crumb and Fleur. Whatever. <laughs> he... He's the only one who can tell us what happened in there, but his story's crazy. Have you heard his story? Yeah, of course I've heard his story. Yeah, here's what he says. He claims that he and Cedric left Hogwarts grounds, Mm -hmm. unseen by uh, the many spectators, including us, and undetected by Hogwarts' many magical protections. Mm -hmm. Then he was taken to an unknown secondary location, a muggle graveyard. Uh, Okay, dramatic. And then (laughs) Cedric was killed there by Peter Pettigrew, a man who's been dead for 13 years. Okay, look. Pettigrew then... Stole his blood to use in a dark ritual. Resurrected Lord Voldemort. What a coincidence. The the guy that Harry defeated and that made him famous. Then Harry fought him again. Beat him again. Escaped and then came back here. But like he stopped and picked up Cedric's body first. Everything about this is insane. None of it makes sense. It sounds like the crazy lies that a 14 year old kid would make up to cover up what really happened but it also fits exactly with what we saw happen they were gone for a long ass time like they came back suddenly not through the maze but literally right in front of everybody like it was just a sudden appearance so the only kind of magic that could do that is apparition or a port key apparition doesn't work in the castle an illegal port key could work bringing someone back to hogwarts so that part makes sense. Why wouldn't the rest of it make sense? I've, I thought that was supposed to happen. I thought the cup was supposed to be a port key. Like you get to the middle of the maze, you grab the cup, and then it port keys you out of the maze and into the middle of the place. Because otherwise, why would the band start playing as soon as they appear? I mean, it's because they saw them arrive and they're like, oh, it's time to welcome them back. Well, then, like... It's not like they automatically were induced to start playing the trumpets. <laughs> no. But, like... <laughs> Otherwise, they wouldn't have stopped awkwardly, and I wouldn't hear that ringing noise of silence in my head every day. Uh. <laughs> but, like, they knew to expect him. Because, like, the the rule of the task was get to the center of the maze, grab the cup, and then you win. It wasn't, and then you have to battle your way out of the maze with the cup. Like, presumably something happens when you grab the cup. I just assumed it was supposed to bring you out of the maze and into the main staging area, whatever it is. Yeah, okay. But what, like, they were gone for so long, though. Like, Fleur and Crumb were out pretty much within 40 minutes into the maze fucking thing. And they were gone for so much longer after that. Maybe they did get transported out of the castle. It just seems like a big leap. <laughs> like, we were all there watching the maze. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess a poor key is like a big leap. <laughs> <laughs> when you think about it. Shut up. 
<laughs> like, I know we were all watching the maze for hours and didn't see anything, but, like, weren't the teachers patrolling around the outside and stuff? Like, I feel like if nothing... Like, if they were just gone, wouldn't someone have noticed? I mean, I don't know. They said that Moody was the one patrolling around because he could see through the maze hedges and all that sort of stuff. But we haven't heard anything about what happened to that guy, so I have no idea what happened to him. I heard something that happened to him. I'm introducing this into the evidence now. What? So I heard that he was actually not Mad-Eye Moody. He was an escaped criminal. A dark wizard disguised as Mad-Eye Moody. How did you hear that? I don't know. In the papers? Was this not announced? (laughs) Do we not know this? No, because... No, I think because they never had a witness because, you know, his soul was sucked out so they couldn't prove anything so they couldn't get into the papers. But surely, like... Surely people know about this. Did Mad-Eye Moody not tell people? Or was everyone like, hey, I know you and he's like, I've never met you before. I don't know. Maybe... I don't know, actually. I feel... I feel like it would be... Maybe not common knowledge, but at least in the public domain that Barty Crouch Jr. escaped from Azkaban, killed his father, went to Hogwarts and disguised himself as a teacher. Okay. And maybe... Oh, maybe they say that he killed Cedric. I don't know if that's what they say. Hmm, I didn't think of that until just now. Anyway, what I was going to say is that Harry was taught by a dark wizard for a year... And, like, learned about the killing curse. But we all learned about the killing curse, okay? You're just saying that I'm just as likely to kill Cedric, then. Maybe. I don't fucking know you. (laughs) Who are you? We share a dorm, you fucking idiot. Anyway. (laughs) Look. Okay. What you're saying, what you're telling me is that Mad-Eye Moody, our Defense Against Dark Arts teacher, was actually a dark wizard this whole time, and you're not suggesting yep. that he was the one that killed Cedric? No, because That he was seems way more of... likely to me. But He, he has the motive! The He's a dark wizard! <laughs> Cedric is going to be a one that gets a lot of valor and glory and the side of good, and it could become a prominent wizard against the dark forces... And he has the means, he created the maze, he has full unfettered access to all of the tournaments because he's the one making sure they're all safe and sound. He can also see through all the hedges. Maybe he bewitched Crumb, maybe he murdered Cedric. You're crazy. Here's the thing, he has motive, he has means, but he doesn't have opportunity. The opportunity is the time that Harry spent alone with Cedric in the maze. He was the only one with access to him. But, like I just said, Moody had access to the maze. He was wandering around the outside of it, making sure everyone was okay with his magical eye. But he wasn't inside. We would have seen but it. But he, he made the maze. He could easily get inside. <laughs> he made the maze single-handedly with no oversight from Dumbledore. He engineered a trap for Cedric Diggory. <laughs> well, maybe not for Cedric Diggory, but maybe he was out to, I don't know, send a message by killing the was a champion. Cedric might have gotten the cup first. You know, the fact that Harry has the winnings in the cup now is only by default because Cedric died. But maybe Moody saw his chance. He's like, oh, Cedric's going to win. Now's my time to send a message. Killed him. Then why didn't Harry just say, Mad-Eye Moody killed him? <laughs> I just saw it happen. Maybe... Maybe he fucking got knocked out and had a wild dream. Why make up this crazy story about Voldemort? 
I don't know. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that there's no well, way... we do know that he passes out and has crazy dreams. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's on brand. But what I'm saying is there's no way that Harry killed him. He just doesn't have the right, the right stomach for it. Mm, I don't know about that. We know that Harry is capable of incredibly powerful magic that he shouldn't be capable of as a kid. Like, well, first of all, as an infant defeating Voldemort, duh. But then, like, when are we now? Two years ago? When he went and learned the Patronus charm? Like, that's incredibly powerful magic. We don't know about that. Sure we do. That's common knowledge. Oh, yeah, it's in the Quidditch match, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, he uses it in front of everyone. Yeah, I I wasn't at that Quidditch match because I stopped going after the (laughs) rainy one. But I heard about it. Yeah, we all heard about it. <laughs> uh, he can also... I, I've i heard he can resist the Imperious curse. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's that's unlikely. Seems seems OP. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he can definitely cast a Patronus. And who taught him that? A werewolf. I'm Richie Rich, Mr. Potter. <laughs> I can, I can uh, resist the Imperious curse. I've got to go shine my golden watch. <laughs> Saint Golden Cauldron. You're spending too much time with that Malfoy twink. Anyway. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? He spent a year cozying up to a werewolf, a dangerous dark creature, and learning powerful magic. Okay. You sound like a racist. <laughs> Just saying. Werewolves are dark creatures. It says it right here in my textbook. <laughs> Alright, Remus Lupin, like, sure, he had a lot of sick days, but he was also one of the best teachers we ever had. Maybe. I don't think I took care of magical creatures. Otherwise, I would love Lupin as everyone does. He didn't do care of magical creatures, you fucking dumbass. He did defense against didn't the dark Oh, fuck you. That's <laughs> defense against the dark <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's right. I'm sorry. I forget my own school. <laughs> Here's what I'm saying. My final argument. I just don't think Harry is the kind to kill Cedric for attention. We know from Harry's past that, sure, maybe he likes to get attention and positive approval, but he only likes to do this by doing positive heroic actions. There's no way that he would risk or want to kill someone like Cedric in order to get that sort of attention and fame. It's just not in his character. And also, even though he had, you know unfettered access to Cedric I hate using that term for that period of time in the maze so did other people like you've said about Moody being a dark wizard the whole time we also know Crumb was bewitched there's a lot going on that we don't understand but what I do understand is that Harry's just not the type also I think that the fact that you know Cedric's parents Cho Chang Dumbledore for all he is he's still kind of right all the time all trust and believe in Harry Kind of makes me think that Harry's story, cockbull crazy as it sounds, sounds a bit less crazy than you with your six tinfoil wizard hats on right now. So, that's my position. Look, that's an incredibly convincing argument, but consider that I read in the newspaper that he's banging Hermione and he's crazy and he wants to kill everyone and he's secretly a dark wizard. Well, if the newspaper says it, then it must be real. (laughs) The newspaper and the government. <laughs> oh, 
God. I've got reputable sources. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is don't trust the government. <laughs> don't trust the media. <laughs> especially when the government controls all media. <laughs> And that one journalist doesn't write for the newspaper anymore. Okay. Um, I've been Jem, and bullying is wrong unless it's rich kids that you're bullying. (laughs) Then they deserve to be taken down a peg. (laughs) (laughs) I've been Rhea, and a tinfoil witch's hat is a stylish accessory that anyone can rock this summer. (laughs) Hot girl summer! (laughs) thanks for listening if you want to support us or get in touch the links to our social media and patreon are in the show notes please feel free to send us so many messages that we go mad and run away to a hut on a rock in the middle of the sea just to avoid them you'll hear from us again in two weeks time Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.